What's up, everybody? Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that intro as much as we did. We loved it. We just sitting here and just we sat there and watched it. <laughs> and uh, but in all seriousness, I think it's actually a really cool intro. <laughs> I think it's great. Um, a lot of thought went into it. Um, yeah, I, I love that. I, Ke- no I love that Kelly's in the intro. Kelly. Kelly made the intro. Kelly, Kelly made the intro. It. Yeah, Kelly's in it. Yeah. Um, hello, everybody. If you're with us live, um, say hello. Uh, talk to us. Give us some feedback. I, I'm assuming you guys can hear us. We. Uh, it's a little different when we're in person. Uh, it's, it's kind of strange doing it this way. Yeah. Um, every day's a new day, Ben. So <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. We're, we're adjusting though. We're adjusting. You must adjust. You have to adjust. You have to adjust. So, and, um, Robin, hello. Robin's in the house. Robin's in the house. Robin is in the house. In the house, Robin. Robin. Robin is in the house. Y'all schedule your appointments. I'm telling you just Robin's ready to roll here in about two weeks. Schedule your dang appointments in Knoxville. Y'all don't know what's about to hit y'all. And you bo- have no idea. And you have no idea. Even before that, I think you should look at our YouTube video that we yes. did with Robin yes. last week. It's on the YouTube channel. Check that out. This uh, is how we do it. The, the, the YouTube video mm-hmm. is titled Meet Robin. Meet Robin. It, y'all. It'll be very easy to find. You don't even know. You don't even know. They don't know. Knoxville's... Mm. Knoxville, Knoxville, Knoxville does not doesn't know. know. Knoxville, Knoxville doesn't, doesn't know. know. They I'm don't know. I'm telling you. They don't know. I'm ready. I'm ready. They She's ready. I'm ready. Y'all are ready. We're all ready. We might not be ready, but we're ready. Oh, we're ready. Yes. We're very excited. We're very, very thankful and very grateful to have you, Robin. Not yep. only on this podcast after we've worked all day, but, <laughs> but actually uh, working for performance medicine and being our provider in Knoxville. We're very, very lucky. Y'all had a fun day, though. We did. We did some training today. So we yep. did worked on um, some fillers, some dermal fillers. There's some new stuff out there, actually, which is has nothing to do with diabetes. But we worked on filler in the jaw and in the chin. So Voluma is a filler that normally goes into the cheek to lift. So it's a, it's a little bit of a tougher filler, but it goes up. A little bit of Voluma goes a long way. You can do it in the jaw. So you can do it right here along the jawline and in the chin in certain areas to lift back. Do you see that? A I little do. bit of Voluma. If you have that pre-jowl sulcus right there, a little bit of Voluma. So we're all trained to do that now. Please come in and do it because I want to do it now. Can I be honest? Make, make jaws great again. <laughs> in all seriousness, like how, how's, my, how's my jawline? Um, ben, Robin's about to work on that forehead, okay? We have bigger <laughs> problems here. We have bigger fish to fry than that jawline. We do. Your jawline's great. It's very masculine. Really? You have a little bit of a round face. I have a round face. Like, we can fix it. Oh, it's, in all honesty, this is no joke. You put a little bit of a loom in that chin right there, and I, your face will elongate. Are you for real? I'm, no, I'm not for, I'm not for real. I'm for real. You're for real. I'm for real, not for real. Botox, Robin says Botox first. Put a little Voluma right there. So Robin's ready to take your lips, take your cheeks, take that chin, and um, make your face great again. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Why don't we get to some questions? Let's get to some questions. Let's do this. Let's Uh, talk about, oh, I have a little of, I brought some fun. Oh, we got some. Nice. So these are, this is what insulin looks like. So it comes in something called, this is a flex touch pin. So this is, hold on one sec. 
This is what insulin looks like these days, okay? So it's color-coded, and insulin comes, if you're doing it in shots, um, Edna, yes, yes, ma'am, Miss Edna Yates. We Edna, will sign what's going you on? up, okay? You're on. I'm putting you on the schedule. Um, but not for insulin. That's for that's for Voluma. Okay, so for this right here, this is this right here is Fiasp, and the green is Traceba. So this is what long-acting and short-acting insulin look like. So it comes in pre-filled syringes. I thought I'd show everybody. It contains cool. 300 units each. So typically, depends on what your basal bolus is and what your scheduling is for insulin. But you'll notice that you need to look at the colors. Look how similar those look if I do not look at the colors. I have given 26 units of fast-acting thinking it was, it was long-acting. That's not good. That's panic zone. Look at your colors. Make sure that you're giving the right dose because 26 units of fast-acting insulin for me would put me out. So it's fast-acting and then long-acting. Yeah, rapid-acting and long-acting. Okay. Yes. And just different times of the day for different needs. Yeah. Ben's learning. Look I mean, at us. Uh, Y'all, uh, education. We're doing this every week, this man. This is the uh, rainbow connection. Look at that reading rainbow over here. <laughs> Hello, everybody who's just joining us. Uh, if you're with us live, thank you guys for uh, for hanging out. Um, if you have a question for Andy, uh, this is a, a diabetes Q&A show, so we're going to try to uh, keep it to diabetes-type questions. But if you have other health and wellness questions, uh, he will answer those as well. Um, we got a few during the week, and I'll remind everybody, if you want to send in your question for Andy throughout the week, you can just email those to info at performancemedicine.net. That's info at performancemedicine.net. That's correct. Yes. Or you can simply message us on Facebook or Instagram. Message us on Facebook or Instagram. Or or put it in the comments. Put it in the comments. Put it in the comments below. This is social media at its best. (laughs) All right, here we go. First question is, when is the best time to take sugar levels? Depends. Depends on what you're looking for. I think there's two best times. One, they're always going to say first thing in the morning. That is called a fasting. A fasting means that you have not put any food in your system for at least eight hours. It's eight hours post-bolus fasting insulin level in the morning. That's going to let you know what's happening on kind of like your basal metabolic rate. That's like a what's happening in the meantime. And two, it kind of lets me know a little bit of what your insulin resistance may look like. If your fasting insulin levels are high in the morning, there's or higher, even if it's not diabetes level, which is over 126 in the morning, you want it low in the morning, then something is going on. But two hours post-meal is going to be a peak response to food. So I think it's actually, if you're going to check, you should check twice a day, and it should be first thing in the morning, and what is my response to my largest meal? That means, hey... I just had a piece of pizza, 30 grams of carbs, a slow acting carb with bread that has bread on the crust. It's going to be a longer acting. Yeah. What do I look like two hours later? If my sugar is up and spiked, technically you want it below 140, but if it's really high, something is going on or it's, I don't need to eat that again. You just didn't respond well to it. It, 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 what, yes. what is two hours after? Like, was there a- That's a peak. So insulin has an onset of action where it's going to peak at around two hours for your natural human insulin. It peaks a little bit differently. We still say two hours for uh, Fiasp. Uh, well, actually, we say faster for Fiasp. The onset of action, the duration of action is actually a lot longer. So has a tail. Interesting. Answer to that question, first thing in the morning, two hours post-meal. Cool. All right, let's go to the next one here. 
Um, this is uh, one we've had a few people ask this. Should I try out the two-week free trial of that continuous yes. blood glucose monitor? I know you get that in the office as well. Yes, absolutely. That A, why not? It's going to let you know. I think that's important to know. So that free trial mm. is of something called Freestyle Libre. And Freestyle Libre... It allows you to check your blood sugar as much as you want. A continuous glucose monitoring system technically is supposed to check your blood sugar for you every five minutes. Freestyle, you have to swipe. You have to do something. You're just not pricking your finger. I think it's better. I find that Freestyle Libre is not as accurate as Dexcom, so I would look for trends. So I had a a buddy that was looking at his uh, freestyle. He's like, man, my... My sugar just stays right at 60 after these breathing exercises. I was like, that thing's not, you need to check your blood sugar. And it's not, it's not as accurate. His sugar wasn't 60. If your sugar was sitting at 60, something is up. So someone who maybe doesn't have diabetes, type 1 or type 2, is sugar level still like something that is interesting? Would that Absolutely. Be- it's going to be, it's, I think it helps dictate what nutrition you have. You can also do like, see what exercise does to your glucose levels. That's great. Okay. So what does my run do? Do I actually spike during an, uh, during a run? Do I produce a lot of glucagon or man, I'm dropping before my run or right in the middle of my run. It's probably best if I have a little bit of carb load before I go. And what type of carb does or do I respond to? One thing I've heard a lot about uh, when I was uh, playing tennis a lot was hypoglycemic. Uh huh. What What is that? Is that just when your sugar levels drop or when you get shaky? Yeah, yeah. It's um, hypo low glycemia is sugar or blood sugar. So what would that tell you if I'm if I'm hypoglycemic? Would that just mean I'm not eating the right foods prior to competition? Well, too, that's ext- that's extreme sports. I mean, like if you're out in the heat, you're losing electrolytes, and as you lose sodium and potassium, there shifts in and out of the cell, so that glucose can also be shifted too. So it's all about too if you're producing enough glucagon from the liver in order to counterbalance what insulin's doing. Also, what did you eat prior to that meal, or prior to that? What meal or food did you eat prior to activity? And when are you digesting it and actually supposed to appropriate glucose from it? It's because you use glucose. Glucose is going to go into the muscle for activity. So if you're using it for activity and for digestion and your insulin is doing something that's not supposed to, then you do, you gotta, you probably, you need food or you probably need to hydrate with something like Gatorade. Do you recommend like a certain time period to eat before uh, an exercise or anything like that? Like, I'm like 30 minutes. Really? Yeah, 30 minutes prior to gives it enough. Okay, because I've felt shaky before, like yeah. when I mistime it. Yeah, 30 minutes is typically what I like doing. Cool. And two, you can even change your insulin routine. If you're on an insulin pump, you can change your insulin routine in response to what you're doing. So drop your basal rates, cut it by 25%. Interesting. During an exercise, you don't have to eat. Because a lot of the times with type 1s, we have to defensive eat in order to prevent lows or get out of lows. So if you change out and have a pump, you can change your basal rate so you're not pumping out all that insulin. Okay. Speaking of pumps, are you still like a fan of them? Pump, pump, pump it up. Pump yep. that Titan spirit up. I, I hear you. You've gone, <laughs> you've gone on and uh, off and on. I've gone on. Uh, I, a lot of it to me in, depends on insurance. Sure. So, um, and devices are going to be more expensive. You get a little bit less in control with what type of pump that they'll cover. And 
it's just more costly than basal bolus, but some insurances are great. There's not one study that says a pump is better than insulin than doing basal bolus like this, doing shots. However, there's less episodes of hypoglycemia with pumps because you get to quickly fix things with pumps. Well, it acts like You're, a pancreas. It and acts it, like a pancreas. Okay. But if your pump occludes or you have a malfunction of a pump, you no longer have insulin on board because you have no long-acting shot. It's giving you insulin 24-7. So as soon as that stops, you have no insulin in your body. That is not a good thing. So I've been in a situation where my pump malfunctioned at Disneyland. I put a seatbelt on. like The harness went on my pump and pressed all the buttons at once. Oh. So it swirled and it kept swirling. I kept, thought I was getting a thousand. I thought I was going to die. I, was, I thought I was getting a lot of insulin. So I disconnected, but I couldn't fix the pump. And I was in California and I didn't have a backup pump or I didn't have basal bolus as backup either. Jeez. So I had to go and they couldn't get me a new pump until the next morning. They drop ship. The companies are great for that. But... I had to go to Walgreens and ask them for insulin, and they did. But man, that sounds terrifying. Yeah. So, so in situations like that, there's no insulin on board, and you can go into keto, diabetic ketoacidosis (DKA) very quickly. Random question, but does a would a type two ever want or need to be on a pump? Because we talked about type two and insulin. Probably if it not. progresses to that, if you have to be on insulin, then I say it's more about. Um, um, insulin dependence then um, if you have to be on insulin to control your type 2 diabetes just because um, other anti-hyperglycemics weren't working then a pump is an option it's just harder to get on yeah. a pump that way because you can kind of control it that's at the very tail end I, I found that question um, last week very interesting because it is so um, uh, Dependent on what the provider's thinking and what the patient's thinking, like it's so personalized, so well, unique. And also, too, it depends on with type two diabetes, the pancreas can be exhausted. Oh God, the big, I have to make more insulin. I have to make more. Okay, beta cells are. I'm done. You can have beta cell exhaustion, and you can be insulin dependent type two instead of autoimmune insulin dependent type one. Interesting. Yeah, fascinating. It's it's actually like the whole type one versus type two thing is, yeah. is fascinating. Uh, and guys, we're going to be on just a, a few more minutes. If you have questions, uh, you can put those in the comments. We're going to hang out here for just a little while longer. And then uh, I believe I'm going to get a salad. Not to like brag in front of people, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, Robin has been with me for the past two weeks, and she knows I never eat carbs ever no carbs no breakfast um i only eat um spinach all day um and I, cheese she just organic of course yeah. um i only uh have gluten-free products uh made from the farm that i raise on my, on my to own. your to your defense though you are having a gluten-free pizza time I, we did not have to say the word pizza we did not. I'm not having a pizza. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not having a pizza. Yes, Robin <laughs> agrees with me. That's perfect. Yes. I'm not having pizza tonight. That's 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 absolutely that's But what lie. what is pizza if if you're not having the bread with it? Like it's cheese. It's cheese and sauce. <laughs> <laughs> that's saucy. Guys, this has been so much fun. That is gonna do it for our Q and A show, Diabetes Edition. <laughs> 
Uh, Robin, we appreciate you you hanging out. Y'all schedule with Robin, schedule all right? Schedule with Robin. Not, like, y'all don't even know. I think we're going to call this episode know. Schedule with Robin. It's Call this episode Schedule with Robin. She is ready. She Needles in your face. <laughs> Pleasure in your base. That's a quote from Parks and Rec. Guys, yes. we love you. Thank you all for being here. We're going to sign off. We're going to go get some dinner. I'm going to do our, our, our outro here. Um, everybody who's with us, thank you so much. If yes. you have questions, put them in the comments. We'll make sure to get to those later uh, or on next week's show. We're still working on the date and time of next week's show. We're uh, working towards a, a consistent day and time so we can all hang out together and uh, talk about diabetes and hopefully really help a lot of people. All right. See you guys. Angie. A- Angie. Angie, Angie's Angie. List. Have you ever heard Angie. of a company? This has been brought to you by Angie's List. Uh, Angie's List. Angie. Uh, the makers of <laughs> lists. <laughs> For the record. By uh, Angie. Uh, Andy is my brother. I do. I call him Ange quite a bit. That's from Andy Griffith. It's no big deal. It's all good. We love you guys. Thank you all for hanging out. We will see you all next time. Don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.